Vikings, and welcome back to Viking Voices, the podcast from your student-run club newspaper, The Viking Chronicle. Today, we're going to be having a short talk about self-care, so stay tuned for some discussion, some examples from your fellow students' interviews, and tips. Alright, so before we get started with the interview portion, um, I figured I could do a little bit of an intro on why we did this episode, where the episode came from, um, some general stuff about self-care, um, for those that are unfamiliar or haven't been as in tune with the whole self-care movement. Um, so yeah, to get started, what is self-care? Um, you're gonna find a lot of different things out there, some that are more clinical, some that are more habitual. Um, Personally, to me, self-care is making sure that you um, prioritize your health. Um, And personally, for me, after doing some reading and kind of refining these habits, I can categorize my self-care into three different portions. So physical, mental, and social. And just a little caveat before we begin, I am in no way an expert on this. I think that everyone can always have room to grow on their self-care, and sometimes self-care isn't as caring as it might seem. Um, I know that for me personally, self-care can be really hard. It means getting stuff done for my health um, that might not be fun in the moment. And if you are seeking further help, obviously seeking therapy can be a really big part of self-care. So um, don't confine your self-care to... Um, cute or clean or, um, I don't know, I guess more acceptable um, or aesthetic types of self-care. But yes, so physical, mental, and social. For me, um, I play a sport, I swim, so that's a big part of my physical self-care because um, I think getting that energy out, providing that as an outlet, Um, has been a formative part in keeping myself healthy because when I have exercise, I feel better. I think that on the mental side, I know that I'm in IB. In these interviews you hear from IB students, I spend a lot of time on homework and I go to school for four blocks a day. So there can be a lot of time taken up with um, you know, mental strain, a lot going on in planning for what's to come. So Obviously, mental busyness, even if you do get stuff done, you know, sometimes you, um, I don't know, just like maintaining that health for me can include things like reading um, or walking my dog or listening to podcasts because those are all things that I can do to grow. I think that's a big part of my mental self-care is making sure that I'm always learning something. So again, a big part of that has been podcasts. So check out our earlier episode actually to hear us talk more about podcasts, but that's part of it. Um, and then social, so, um, meeting up, reaching out to a friend, getting coffee, walking the dog, or even just a phone call for me, um, at the end of a hard day, or when I'm feeling lethargic, can be really helpful. I think that as soon as you start to laugh, that can do wonders, um, kind of realize you haven't laughed in a little while, so, I don't know, as they say, laughter is the best medicine. Take that how you will. Um... And then one other important topic that I wanted to hit on before we start the interviews is this idea of proactive versus reactive self-care. For me, that's something that I really had to learn. Um, I think that 
quarantine earlier in March really helped with this. Reactive self-care entails practicing self-care when you're already worn down, and I think that proactive self-care can go so much further than reactive, so much more bang for your buck. Um, And for me, that comes in habits. I'm not sure if it would come in habits for everyone, but for me, some habits that I have are a podcast um, in the car on the way home from school because I can take some time to listen to someone else talk um, after hearing myself talk and write and read all day. Um, another routine I try, it was a New Year's resolution to read for an hour every day. Sometimes I don't make that hour, sometimes I go over the hour, but having that routine um, of making sure to get that in can help it kind of build in that proactive self-care before um, kind of you go into crisis mode. So now we're going to hear from our IB students that I interviewed in my classes. So keep in mind that this is a narrow subset of opinions and perspectives from a limited scope and people that are having a similar high school experience. So, um, you know, this might not work for everyone. The tips that they give are meant to just be fun and informative and provide some inspiration on how you can practice some proactive self-care. So enjoy. All right. Um, hi, what's your name? Jordan Gorville. Okay, we're going to talk a little bit about self-care. So to start, can you um, say what you think self-care is to you, like your definition? Um, that's pretty much like doing things that are necessary to keep your mental health in a good state and also your physical health, so like exercising and eating well and stuff. Yeah. Um, do you feel like when you found out or learned more about self-care from me, it's more of a positive, negative, realistic, unrealistic expectations? Um, when I was younger, it was definitely more unrealistic because I would just see like people on YouTube and stuff say, making self-care seem really easy. But as I've gotten older, I've kind of realized that that's really not the case. So I think For that sure. as I've gotten older, I've realized how fake the media can be. But then in some aspects, it can also be really realistic if you're struggling with that. Right, right. Um, so when you practice self-care, what are some things you do to decompress or relax or take time for yourself? Um, physically, a lot of times I'll like go on a walk with my mom because that usually kind of clears my head. Um, I'll listen to music a lot and then just maybe like do actually like do skin care and hair care because that mm-hmm. makes me feel better. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I usually just kind of take some alone time. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Hey, can you introduce yourself for me? Hey, I'm Abby. How would you define self-care? Um, self-care is taking time to let yourself relax and just make yourself feel good. Do you think that it's overhyped or that there's a disconnect in me about self-care? Or no? Do you think it's helpful? I think it's helpful. I feel like you can learn a lot of new ways to take time for yourself and its importance in your mental health. Yeah, for sure. What do you do to relax? Um, I watch a whole lot of movies. Do you have a favorite? Or do you have like a go-to comfort movie? Or is um, it all new ones? I have, I will be watching Thor Ragnarok about three times in the next two weeks. Oh, fantastic. Yes. All right. Well, thank so you. Good. Hi, what's your name? I'm Erin. All right. Can you define what you think self-care is? Um, to me, self-care would be taking time for myself and doing the things that I like to do. Yeah. 
So when you've like learned more about self-care from media, um, pop culture, do you think that it's more positive or negative, realistic, unrealistic? Um, I personally believe there is a positive twist in the media to self-care, which is really important because it's important for us to be taking care of ourselves and understanding that we are allowed to take time for the things we enjoy. Sure. So what do you do to relax? I like to take walks. Anything in specific? Just no. a good walk? Just a walk. All right, perfect. Thank you. Hi, can you introduce yourself for us? Hi, I'm Kira Braithwaite. Okay. So to start, what do you think self-care is and like, do you have a definition? Um, self-care is just taking time for yourself when you need it and making sure that you as a person are cared for and can continue functioning uh, without burning out. Sure. Um, if, as you've learned more about self-care, whether that's from books or your friends or media, do you think that um, there are any set expectations or if it's positive, negative, realistic, unrealistic? Can you expand on your thoughts? Um, I think that there are some sort of set expectations, but um, on a personal level, I think it really varies by the person and the individual, and I think that you really just need to hone your intuition to see what you're needing at that moment, and then remember to put yourself first. For sure. How do you, you practice self-care? Um, if I'm feeling really stressed or I need to take some time for myself, I'll usually go sit and read outside, I'll get some fresh air, I'll take my dogs on a walk, I'll do a face mask, um, and just take some little time away from anything that's stressing me out. Perfect. Okay, thank you. Stay tuned for the next episode from Viking Voices, and thank you so much for listening.